0: <laughs> boom, boom, boom. All right. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock and Roll Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris. On my right-hand side is my right-hand man, Gabriel. We got some flakes of snow to bittersweet the snow of oh, boy That's right. And today <laughs> on the Rock and Roll Podcast, we have Royal Bloom. They've got a new single out, and we're going to be chatting about that as well as some of their previous work and what has they've been up to, what to expect from the boys uh, so I'm really excited to be joined today by Lewis just for some more information, as we had said. So, Lewis, welcome to
1: the show. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having us here.
0: Absolutely great to have you guys on. As soon as Dunk, top Dunk, as soon as Dunk sent me the material, I thought this is cool.
1: And oh, Dunk's a cool guy, man.
0: Yeah, <laughs> been uh, getting to know him recently, and he's definitely got a an exciting roster of bands that he is working with. Um Royal Bloom being one of them. Hello, Mm-hmm. And um, I'm trying to remember what exactly it was. Oh, yeah, if Alice and Chains got into a bar fight with Nirvana, and I thought that couldn't be more perfect.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people seem to like that one. kind of gives you a kind of taste of what you're going to get before you even listen, so.
0: Very true. And it, I was very curious because I'm like, okay, well, what would that sound like? And as I was listening, I was kind of wondering... Is that on purpose? Did you guys set aside, set out to do that? Or is it just kind of what happened and somebody coined that term and you thought, yeah, that makes sense?
1: Yeah, I know. Basically, been, we've been labeled under those two bands for quite a while since the start. I uh, had this whole sort of idea. The last band went into this band. And ever since I really started, starting off in the singer when I was like right about 15, 16, people were like, oh, you sound a bit like, you know, so-and-so. And I was like, all right, I didn't even know who these people were at that time. And going to grunge eventually through a couple of people at high school and stuff, and I was like, oh my gosh, At least are of these people were saying. Because I never even cared to look it up. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. That's kind <good> of <laughs> where I've uh, fallen on to.
0: Yeah, very cool. Now, when it comes to the most recent track that has been released called Bittersweet, take us through this track. What is this track about?
1: Right. Uh, yeah, that's a... <laughs> That's a funny one. That's a, uh, hey, I'll just go for it. Uh, so there was this person that was uh, kind of new in life and uh, it was something about that smile. And uh, in the lyrics, it's about, all about the kind of uh, influence they had over people and especially over myself. And uh, she kind of changed my life for the better. And um, yeah, uh, take it how as you will. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um. So basically, it's like, like an infant, like a new person in the
1: world? Uh, no, but it was an ex-girlfriend. It was a, basically, will this end bitter or sweet? Will it go the long haul, or will it kind of be cut down and that sort of thing? But this was kind of right at the very beginning, early stages, so.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, very cool stuff. Now, I guess my next question is, because uh, the other track we're going to chat about today, Flakes of Snow, was released, if I understand it, about a year ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, it uh, would have been like August last year. So,
0: okay. All right. Uh, almost to the day we're, we're chatting about it. Jeez, uh, yeah. It's crazy <laughs> to think about. At time yeah. of recording. Now, Flakes of Snow, what is this track about? Does it snow in Scotland?
1: <laughs> no, it's a, it's a bit of a, it was a, it was a... How to put this PG? It was kind of a habit that someone had fallen into that I'd recognized and was very close to me. And they ruined their life over this nasty habit. I mean, tried everything to try, push them away from that, and the whole thing kind of sadly didn't work out in the end. Uh, again, a very personal song. Um, <laughs> don't normally talk about what our songs are about and stuff, because uh, they all hold such a uh, personal sort of life behind it all. But uh, yeah, normally I like to leave it down to what each and every person listens to it and then thinks of it, because it allows us to be kind of morphed from like play into their own perspective of how the song fits for them.
0: Mm-hmm. But, uh, Their own man made out of clay. <laughs> Build it and put the life into it as you see fit. Now you mentioned that uh, a lot of the songs are very personal. Um, so when you mentioned that, you know, uh, at least these two tracks are very personal. Is that something that you always try to bend on? Is like as you're writing lyrics, do you say this isn't personal enough, and then you scrap it?
1: Uh, or- no, not normally. Normally, with uh, the when I'm writing a song, just hit record, get my acoustic guitar out, jam it along in that moment that I'm feeling, and then I'll go back to the recording and I'll write all the the jargon or whatever I've, I've said during that song, and I'll come back to it and say, like, okay. Then I kind of mix and puzzle and say, what is this song actually about? And it's, it's took me a couple, it can take a couple months for me to actually figure out what this song is actually about. You know what I mean? I mean, we've got a couple of songs that didn't even hit me for like a year or two. So, okay, this is, I actually get it now. Um. Because it give yourself that time to reflect on it. But yeah, it's <laughs> strange.
0: You mentioned sitting down with an acoustic guitar, and I guess in the old days, I'm old, mm-hmm. it'd be like a four-track recorder, You know, you're sitting there with a four-track tape recorder kind of thing. Um, but the interesting thing is that when I listen to the tracks, I don't hear anything acoustic. So I think it, it'd be cool to hear how you go through that process. You know, you mentioned even uh, writing a year at a time of going from jamming on an acoustic guitar to busting out, I'm guessing fuzz pedals or whatever it is yeah. you guys do to really get that grungy sound.
1: Yeah, man. Um, yeah, everything started off on acoustic guitar, believe it or not. Um, the whole EP uh, that was written on acoustic, kind of as I was like that, and then I just transposed over to electric. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of how I write, fifty percent of the time. Uh, see, see what comes and goes. Because normally most of the time you're not able to like you know crank up your amp full, full power, wake up the whole household, I guess. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of how I get around it. Yeah, very very cool. Now you mentioned an
0: EP. Is that Under the Bridge? Yeah, that was that, sir. Okay, so we've got Under the Bridge, and then a little bit while later we have flakes of Snow, and then now we have Bittersweet. So I guess my next question is what is the plan if there is one and what should we be expecting down the road maybe for the rest mm. of 2020 or into 2021?
1: Mm. No, our plan is a beautiful thing, man. Well, this year, kind of down the drain, but we took the best advantage that we could, got the album completely finished up, just need to record the other half of it, bringing that out as soon as possible. Well, we're just going to record the rest half of it as soon as it's safe to do so. And um, apart from that, all of our gigs for 50% of the year between now and 2021 have been fully booked up in England. So we're gigging once a month, whether it be Wales or down in England. Of course, we're up in Scotland, so that's like a a lot of way out the way. Um, and I've just been left to deal with local shows like my hometown, Glasgow and all that. So, yeah, um, for future, it's just gigging as much as we can and uh, pushing the album out there as much as we can, get as much radio play as we can. And just taking it as it comes, really, mate, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that's something totally very interesting, because here in North America, we're not even considering gigs, at least to my knowledge. So in the UK, you mentioned England, Wales, uh, and then as well, Glasgow. Um, are gigs something that, are we just like booking mm. it in in case, or is it something that is being allowed?
1: Oh, well, it's a crazy thought. It's kind of like, hey, can you take bands, even though the whole world's burning around you at the moment? uh so but uh, people are putting things on nothing's gone ahead yet the apparently venues opened two days ago in the uk don't don't hold me for word for that i might be wrong Uh, there's a lot of stuff out there that isn't true um but yeah fingers crossed they go back but hey i wouldn't want to put anyone in a sore situation where it's kind of like the situation as it is it's just waiting and seeing but it's killing me man (laughs) like it's (laughs) can't wait to get back at it uh yeah, I just it's what, well, everything do kind of evolves around for that show and all these past decisions for their years and stuff. But uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be amazing once it's back open. And I think it'll be a special thing for everyone because everyone will be of, like appreciated a lot more. And just the whole vibe of everything, I think, will go through. I think it's gonna be an amazing time once these things go back to normal uh, for everyone.
0: Yeah, and something you mentioned there was that everyone will appreciate it a lot more and and know mm. notice- this. Probably just an off the cuff statement, but I just kind of wanted to dive into that. Did you feel that there's something about shows that maybe was it was missing, or was that the audience was not appreciating it as much as they might? You know, come 2021. Um,
1: no, I wouldn't say uh, pre, uh, like that sort of term. I would mean like a lot more people would t- seem to go out. Um, you don't know is what you have until you're gone, and a lot of, uh, I don't mean to stereotype, but uh, a lot of people these days typically don't go to as much shows as. Used to back in the past, um, for at least what I've been told. Um, but I think more people will come out afterwards, is what it's kind of meaning. Wow. Not just to something- our shows, but everyone's shows, you know?
0: Yeah. Like all, well, the, something- all the
1: local bands and stuff. Sorry? Very true. Um, something you'd mentioned was
0: <laughs> this year's gone down the drain. I don't know what you mean by that, uh, Lewis, but. <clears throat> I guess my 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 simple question is, and you kind of uh, mentioned you know a little bit about it, but diving deeper into the year going down the drain, how has this year changed the course of Royal Bloom, and has it given you guys maybe more time to focus on other things?
1: Yeah, like definitely looking at it that sort of way, it kind of has been a blessing in disguise for me, and I can imagine a lot more people as well because. Um, the amount of uh, stuff you have to do, it's really allowed just to sit down, get it all all out, you know, get it all out there, kind of take a breather and a step back and just get everything right, you know? on the table everything's everything's constantly moving. So uh, yeah, it's been an absolute blessing in disguise for us, mate. Wow. at the same time, yeah, but
0: okay, very, very cool. I'm trying to think if I have any other questions we seem to have covered everything the album that's coming up, a uh, couple of the tracks that we chatted about today, what you guys have been up to during the, these odd times, what the plan is. Um, I guess maybe without giving away too much, if you could let us know about half of the album that's been recorded, what we should expect and maybe what the plan is going into the other half of the album.
1: Oh, that's a that's a good point. And um, so, basically, the album is just like a continuation of the kind of the story for the past five years. It's been written. This album's been written over the past three years, just nitpicking everything. But um, yeah, it's just kind of got a story I would like to share with everyone, and um, quite a personal album. Um, yeah, but uh, as you said, like for the whole lockdown, we've started working on. <laughs> The second album, so we've got all this other material just waiting there to get recorded as well. So we're we're ahead of ahead of ourselves in the ballgame game, if you'd like to say as well. So yeah,
0: wow, very very That's cool. It's just stuff. kind of a,
1: a nitty gritty, down to the truth kind of realities that no one likes to talk about. the everyday sort of thing, kind of something everyone goes through at, at one point in life, and um, it should be talked about more. It's kind of kind of that was much about that so sort of set of things
0: okay do you feel that that's something that has come bubbled up more to the forefront this year is it something like has this year influenced the writing of the album
1: um yeah just like every year man every year is a a a change for everyone really and different step in life a whole new chapter and a whole new different set of uh situations (laughs) and depending what you get yourself into yeah okay
0: Cool, cool. All right, well, Lewis, is there anything else that you wanted to uh, chat about that I did not ask? Um,
1: no, uh, well, yeah, actually, hold on. Uh, we're, we're actually doing a gig with uh, Danko Jones. I believe they're from Canada. They uh, are. Do you know of them? Yeah, I, yeah, we're, yeah, we're doing a show with them in like, Glasgow. Uh, we were supposed to do that with them in March, and that was just before the whole corona thing came down to the lockdown. It was gut- devastated about that because uh, I, I love Danko Jones, man. Like... Uh, yeah, check them out, if, if people listen to them, if you've not heard them. Grey band, rock band. Uh, but, praying to God that still goes ahead at King Tut's in Glasgow, because uh, it's an international band, and I don't know how that will work when it uh, comes over during this time, because it's supposed to be November, but... Fingers crossed, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I was actually supposed to have them on the show, however, sometimes... Oh, wow, really? Yeah. But they were on tour, and that can be very difficult to to orchestrate and organize um, sometimes. And it certainly was. And um, yeah, the the promotion uh, time frame just kind of closed off, and
1: sometimes uh, that happens. And yeah, that's a shame when that happens, man. Yeah. Uh,
0: though, luckily, that happened uh, with a couple of bands, and then I ended up going backstage when they came through town. So oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So it can it can work out. It's just a matter of. And I'm thinking right now of all of the long list of bands whose backstage passes I had to give up this year.
1: <laughs> oh no! Yeah, it's you know. always an extra amount. It's going to be a good time. It will be a it's good gonna time. Be a fantastic time.
0: I know. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, hopefully, you guys will be able to pop over to Canada when that happens as well.
1: Oh, I would love to. mate. I've always wanted to go to Canada. Uh, check that place out. I've got a couple friends there as well. So, yeah, I've heard. I've only heard good things. Very
0: cool. All right. Well, thank
1: you so much, Lewis,
0: for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast today.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having us, John. It's been absolute pleasure having us.